Ladies and gentlemen, my opponent in this here election, Mr. Ben Moon, would like you to believe that there aren't any good talking animal movies, and quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, that is an affront on the American people because Babe Pig in the City is an extraordinary film. While there are exceptions, I have to say that the majority of animal talking movies are terrible and the American people should not be subjected to such tortures. And in my administration, all those movies will be banned. Now, Mr. Moon will also have you believe in that there aren't any good horror movies because he's afraid of monsters. Now, wouldn't you want a president who will protect you from monsters and perhaps provide you with the talking animals that you as American citizens crave and, and need? We don't watch horror movies because they're scary. We don't watch horror movies because they're bad. And that's the reason. Now, listen, we choose to go with Ben Moon. And, uh, and I think the American people should just leave those scary movies alone. Well, I've only prepared attack ads on my opponent and I forgot to actually develop a platform of my own. So I guess I, I have no choice but to vote for Ben Moon myself. Indeed, vote for us, folks. This is Ben Moon, one of the uh, hosts of this here podcast. <laughs> Who's my bud here? <laughs> That's me. It's, it's Nick Kelly. And I was fooling you all with that southern accent. We we switched it around. Usually I'm the fast-talking northern man, and Ben is the uh, southern bell. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we not this week. You he was from Boston. Probably fooled you. I uh, fooled you. I was one of the Kennedys. Camelot. That's exactly right, folks. Welcome to the Trailer Blazers, where we uh, break it down like fractions telling you about all the upcomings and the whoosie what's-its and what-have-yous. And uh, this week's no different, is it? Mm, no, it's it's not. It, we did spend most of the week uh, focused on electoral things and talking about those. And so our outline, in full transparency, our outline was, crea- was crafted entirely in the past five hours. <laughs> Indeed it was, yes. Uh, we have been watching election coverage, uh, although... I went to bed early last night. I went to bed at like nine o'clock, but uh, yeah, not a, not a whole lot of like playing and, and watching this week. Although I did watch a few things, but uh, tell us, Nick, what did you watch? The crud our eyeballs looked at. Well, for Halloween, because last weekend was still Halloween, Jess and I watched the movie on Netflix that we had talked about on here a couple weeks ago called His House, which was the ghost movie about the refugees that moved to England from uh, oh, yes. Africa. And then their house that they're in is haunted. It wasn't what I... Th- I like, I thought it was going to be some some uh, house that was like haunted by some old racist guy. But it was a totally different story than that. So I, I, th- I found that to be pretty cool that it, it subverted my expectations. Nice. It wasn't gory or gross... And it was still creepy, so I like there was it, there was a couple things about it where I was like, why would this? Why would anyone react this way? But for the most part, it was pretty pretty decent. 
And it was it was ghosty creepy, is that right? Yeah, it was all like ghosts and and stuff like that and yeah, it was pretty good. It wasn't it wasn't the best movie ever, but like I'm it was worth watching for Halloween. Um I also have been watching Shit's Creek like you had started. I also started it. And we are in season 2 cuz we've sort of been like binging it in between uh watching election stuff all week. And yeah. uh, we watch it when we eat, which is because we always have to have short shows to watch when we eat. So I'm enjoying it. Uh, Catherine O'Hara, I don't. She's one of the, my favorite human beings. I don't know how anyone can act with her and have a straight face. Everything she says is hilarious. Where is Bebe's chamber? That's probably that show's probably a nice palate cleanser in between watching election coverage. It really is because it it can get. It's like all very Canadian, you know, because they're all Canadians. So it has that Canadian wholesomeness that I like. Plus, I, I pretty much like all the characters, except I, I do. I can't stand looking at Chris Elliott and that gross, fake fat stomach, and he's got the wig uh. from Cabin Boy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's pretty fun. I like that show. What about you? I, I watched this week's Mandalorian, but I'm not going to say anything, obviously, so. Yeah, no, I, I have not watched this week's. I, I did watch last week's. Loved it. It was so great. It was, I mean, if if the first season of The Mandalorian was a Western, they went even more Western on that first episode. Oh, yeah, they did. And we got a little, without spoilers, we got a little peek at something that, that longtime Star Wars fans have probably been waiting a long time to see. Indeed we have. And it's all canon, folks. It's all canon. That good, good canon. Just hook it to my veins. Hook it to my veins. And then, I, so I so I also watched the first three episodes of La Revolution. And how's that working for you? Yeah, so it's a, you know, that's that French show about uh, the French Revolution where the aristocracy has blue blood. Uh-huh. Um, that was really all I knew about it going in. It turns out it is really more of a murder mystery. Okay. Uh, similar to um, Carnival Row in some ways. Okay. Uh, so you have a, uh, instead of having that uh, uh, Orlando Bloom character, Inspector or whatever, it's a doctor in this case, but he's doing a little investigating. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's okay. It's just okay. I want to watch that Barbarians show. I've been hearing good things about that. Yes, I think that show's getting more attention and getting more hype, and so I definitely want to start that as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's what I've watched. Uh, that's what we've watched. Uh, maybe let us know what you're watching, if there's anything good. Make some suggestions to us. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll watch some stuff. We'll watch some stuff, uh, but uh, let's talk about the new news. Dumb Dudes News. Not a ton of news this week because we were focused on world news. Yeah, I really didn't see come across much worth mentioning. Um, I think, I don't know that we, if we talked about uh, Cyberpunk. Well, this is in the video games portion, but Cyberpunk was probably the biggest uh, news that's not election related. It got pushed back. Um, but here we had a piece of news that is uh, there is confirmation that uh, Lashana Lynch is indeed 007 
a 007 agent. That's right. Yeah. So there's a little synopsis for uh, Diet. I always want to say Die Another Day. No Time to Die, where uh, Bond, it starts off with him trying to be retired, which usually doesn't go well for Bond when he tries to retire. And uh, Lashana Lynch has sort of like taken up the mantle in his in his place since he's gone or done so that that should be good she's uh she's got that uh intense intenseness to her that intensity intense intenseness and you guys subscribe for this a uh, high intensity uh i i love it i think this is great um i can't wait to see what they do with this i want this movie this is probably my most awaited movie right now yeah i'm i'm really really hyped for for this movie i really want to watch all the Craig Bond movies in a row. So I'm looking forward to a release on 4K, like a five-pack. I have a couple of them on Blu-ray, but like I want to get a five-pack with all of them in 4K, and then I just want to watch them all in 4K because they're all really pretty movies. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be a fun uh, little a fun romp. Yeah, I just want to see the- uh, Daniel Craig and Lashana Lynch be smoldery together. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, that's the, and that's going to be streaming, I think. They they haven't decided yet. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. So maybe we'll have a little bit more news next week. Maybe this election stuff will be over, and we can uh, think about other things like uh, entertainments. Yeah. Right? The only other thing that I saw was that uh, Death on the Nile and uh, Free Guy were taken off the December release slate. But who didn't? Who didn't see that? I, I didn't even know they were going to release them in December at one point. So, sounds like because uh, I know Gal Gadot is in that movie, that on uh, the Nile movie. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be funny if that releases at the same time as Wonder Woman, <laughs> and she's in two movies at the same time in the theater. That rarely happens, but every once in a while, someone has to go up against themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go. Let's move along here to the question towns. Can I ask you a secret? The question sounds. This week we have one question. Uh, we may start doing just one question at a time. I don't know. What do you think, Nick? I think when we do one question at a time, it's a little easier for us to manage the length of the episode, especially in the responses. I think you're exactly right. Yeah, I think so. For because nobody wants a two-hour podcast. I mean, maybe you do, but uh, I think I think a one-hour podcast, hour fifteen minutes, that's a sweet spot. So we'll try to keep it there. Yep. So the question times ta- question this a week is if you could vote for a fictional character to be president and then it would actually become reality, who would you vote for and why? So mine's a little on the nose, and I'm sure some of you will agree with me when I post this. But mine, mine's just sort of an obvious choice. But I say Leslie Nope, vote Nope. Uh, I don't agree with everything. Every every single idea that Leslie has had, like I would never have have agreed with uh, the soda tax in the in the episode where she wanted to tax the Punchburger sodas because I agree with Ron in that episode. But the thing about Leslie is that I know that she's pure of heart and she'll try to do the best for the most amount of people, which I think is the job of the president. Like you don't just cater to your fam club; you have to. You're a public servant, and so you're accountable to the public. That is what I believe. I know that's a radical thing to think these days. But uh, I would 100% get behind Leslie Nope just because I 
it'd be nice to have one person who actually wants to be good, you know, and she wants to be good at her job. What I hear when I'm being yelled at is people caring loudly at me. That's true. That's true. I, yeah, she's not she's not perfect. She's not hard enough on Sweetums. <laughs> uh, you know, listen, sugar butt, you're going to have you got to put a little bit of control on Sweetums. Uh, but when you can't beat them, sweetums. Uh, and also, she's she is. Uh, I think she is susceptible to giving preferential treatment to her friends and Perkins. Okay. Right, but you know, Ann Perkins is a beautiful tropical flower. So she's who a, wouldn't? A beautiful. She's a beautiful land mermaid. <laughs> she's an iridescent tree shark. You beautiful tropical fish. And you rainbow-infused space unicorn. And you poetic, noble land mermaid. And you opalescent tree shark. And Perkins. Uh, so yeah, Leslie Nobbs a good answer, dude. It's a little on the nose, but it's what I believe, really. Yeah, I was. Uh, we were talking before the show, and I was like, "Well, you know, I, I thought about doing President Bartlett, but again, that's on the nose, and I wanted to do something. I mean, everybody's going to say that." Uh, so I said President Whitmore from Independence Day. Oh, gee, now, who could have seen Ben picking old President <laughs> Whitmore from Independence Day? <laughs> oh, what a guy. Uh, so President Whitmore is not perfect. His his approval rating's like 40% in, when the movie starts. Uh, and he also launched a nuke on U.S. soil, like in a U.S. city. So that's not great. Uh, so yeah, obviously he's not perfect, but, I mean, politicians are all bad anyway. But President Whitmore did make the best presidential speech that I've ever heard. Uh, he was able to rally the troops, and he was re- he was able to overcome incredible adversity, overcome uh, incredible odds uh, against him and his people, and and uh, and do the thing. He did the thing, didn't he? And so you know, President Whitmore, and he's you know he works with all kinds of different people. He shows that he can work well with all kinds of people. The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. So, uh, he gets my vote. Yeah, he's a good president. He's a, there was a, I'm in a podcast group for Movie Crush, and a lot of people were doing similar questions to this, like, who do you wish was president? And a lot of people picked Whitmore. Yeah. I mean, he's a veteran, former uh, pilot, uh, fighter pilot. I mean, this guy has got it all. He put he's himself out there. He wasn't just hiding in some bunker. Uh, and also, he, he got up in the skies. You know, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't content to uh to just sit on the sidelines yeah he was out there like maximus that's exactly right like uh yeah like maximus decimus Meridius. Mm-hmm. uh but who folks who would you want to vote for what fictional character would you want to vote for uh and then have it become reality optimus prime maybe he wasn't uh, born in the usa uh, that's true yeah he couldn't be then you're <laughs> right you're right he does have an american accent though yeah, he does. Yeah, Peter Cullen. Peter Cullen. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's all for the question times, and that brings us to the new 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 
trailers, folks. We have, oh boy, an Adele Dazine. The wickedly talented Adele Dazine. And uh, plenty of boogers here. If you are wanting a, um, a booger bundle, folks, we have it for you. I, I promise you this. Yeah, some of the some of the trailers that we're about to talk about have the budget of an IKEA commercial. <laughs> uh, that's exactly right. Uh, so let's just go ahead and start it right off here with The Great North. This is an animated comedy that's going to be on Fox, and it stars Nick Offerman uh, of Parks and Recreation and Jenny Slate of Parks and Recreation, and. Uh, I'm. It's animated, I think, by the guys who animate Bob's Burgers, and I think yep. some of the Bob's Burgers people are working on it. Uh, there's three showrunners, one of which is Minty Lewis, who I think is a genius. I love Minty Lewis. She made uh, Regular Show. She was on Regular Show. She was one of the head writers for Regular Show, which is one of my favorite things ever made. Are you upset because you can't do a pull-up and you might get fired? So I'm sold. I'm going to watch this. The Great North takes place in Alaska. It's about Nick Offerman's family. Jenny Slate's in it. I mean, yeah, Jenny Slate and Nick Offerman, that's like a that's a value proposition right there, buddy. Yeah, I like it. And it's, you know, I, I've never watched Bob's Burgers. I hear it's good. I've not seen it, really. I've only seen a couple episodes. The animation is fine. It doesn't bother me. So I'll watch this. Yeah, this is a show that you can have on in the background while you work on stuff. Exactly. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, this is a put it on and like yeah, just to have it be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what it is. Uh, and then we got a trailer for the stand in. Not the stand. Saban. <laughs> this is a. This is your weekly Saban film, folks. They come out every week. I don't understand where he came from, between 1994 and like two years ago. Buddy, he is pumping them out, and I mean, it's not even a joke anymore. Like, he really is making them every single week. Where was he, though? Like, did I just miss something? Because he, like, Power Rangers was the early 90s, and then there's, like, a low, like, trickle out of Power Rangers. And I know he made a lot of, like, theme songs and other shows and stuff like that. But now, every single week, there's a studio release movie coming out, and it's all Saban. I'm telling you, it's strictly from a business mogul standpoint, you got to give it to this guy. I mean, he, I don't know how he does it. He's doing all this different stuff. He's got all the money. I mean, he's got more money than we probably understand. And, uh, I mean, he's just doing stuff. You know, he's making stuff. He's, he's uh, I got to hand it to him. I mean, everything he makes is crap. <laughs> give you, you know, that, we got to be honest about that. Everything is uh, garbage. But he is doing it. Yeah, I mean, he's sort of like the new, uh, well, I was going to say he's the new Roger Corman, but he'll never be Roger Corman. No one could ever be Roger Corman. He he is making Hallmark movie level movies, but not on the Hallmark channel, but they're of that that caliber, wouldn't you say? Yeah, they're a little less wholesome. Like, this movie seems like it's gross. Oh, no, no, absolutely. No, it's not, not, uh, not, I'm just saying it's the same quality as a Hallmark film, but within other genres. Yeah. The, they make a very tasteless uh, joke about Amy Winehouse. Uh, the, it's about like Drew Barrymore playing a like a drug-addicted act, actress or like 
who someone like an actress who has to go to rehab, but she makes her standing go. Who's also Drew Barrymore, I think. No, I think they're two different actresses, aren't they? Weren't they? Maybe they are. All white women look the same, right? Was was one Susan Sarandon? Maybe <laughs> it looked like Susan. It looked like a young Susan Sarandon to me. I'm gonna look on IMDb quick. Uh, okay, welcome to uh, our robot favorite. voice. Who who is in this movie? Robot voice. Oh no, I'm not touching this one. You dumb dudes are on your own. Thank you, robot voice. Yeah, so we got Drew Barrymore. Ellie Kemper was in it, but she wasn't the main one. Uh, TJ Miller is in it. I haven't seen him since Deadpool 2. Uh, Lena Dunham is in it. I don't really like her too much. Um, I don't see Susan Sarandon. Someone named Holland Taylor. There is a Susan Sarandon lookalike in this movie. Look, we... Let's be honest here. Ben and I don't know what's going on with the stand-in. It was a stupid Saban movie trailer about Drew Barrymore going to rehab and like it's like people falling in manure jokes and stuff let me let's just get something straight your boy didn't laugh one time in this trailer and it's supposed to be a comedy at least it's marketed that way and why is drew barrymore doing comedies i I mean i guess she gets to just pick whatever she wants to do but i'm gonna be honest with you i didn't laugh one time in this trailer not not a once no i i sort of had a cringy face yeah, it's just not good. Now, it's not cringy like that. What's that movie with the guys in it oh, that we hated? The uh, the frat bro <laughs> games or <Yes>. something. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. Thing. It's not as offensive as that. Uh, but this is just, this this is never going to come out. No, no, no. Uh, so, you know what? Stand in. We're going we're gonna to stand out uh, and leave you. Yeah. In the dust. You can stand in the hallway while we go see another movie. Yeah, you can stand in that manu- fake manure pile that Drew Barrymore has her face in. and uh, Twice in the trailer now. Twice. No thanks. Okay, so, uh, no thanks. Uh, then we have, oh boy, probably the, this is actually the worst trailer of the week, I think. The, this 100%. One here. Uh, okay, yeah. So, this is a movie. I use that term loosely. But <laughs> this is a movie called Sweet Parents. And this is brought to you by your local community college theater department this was filmed on one of those old camcorders that your dad had on his shoulder in the early 90s late 80s and then transferred to a Betamax and then the Betamax was forgotten and then some guy bought a Betamax player at a garage sale and it had the tape in it and he pushed play and it was this I saw one of the babies and the baby looked at me baby looked at you I mean this is it's got it's real bad it's 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 a matter of fact like, not only is it just a movie about uh, real life, like some like some boring couples relationship, and I do mean boring couples relationship, um, but they give no context, uh, no exposition. You have no idea what this is about. It's like it's like the people who cut this trailer were like, okay, let's 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 make okay. We have this movie about real life. But we, we don't want to give anything away. We don't want to give any context or exposition. I, I, we just, I think that'll make people want to see it. Yeah, and so this movie seems to be about different actors looking at each other from across rooms and then, and also spooning on a couch. That's what it's yes. about, right? 
that that I mean honestly this 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 trailer's offensive to me. The the fact that you would cut something like this that that somebody took the time it was maybe even maybe even paid money to cut this. It is it, it is the it is the nothing burger of nothing burgers. It is about it is about nothing. Seinfeld was a show about nothing, but it was actually about something. This is truly about nothing. But nothing happens on the show. It's just like life. Uh, it yeah. looks in te- terribly boring, and it looks like a theater department made it. It does. Uh, and and even if... You can make movies that are about real life and make me like them. Like, Lost in Translation is my favorite movie that exists. And that's kind of like a movie about real life. It's about two people who have insomnia and become friends. There's nothing exciting going on there. But, you know, if you can't make me like it after I like a movie like that, you've you've messed something up. You probably should not have made the movie in the first place or maybe even make a movie because you don't have any business making movies. Right. Either that or it's like the best movie of the year. We don't know. We haven't seen it. <laughs> I would be willing to bet literally $5,000 that this is not the best movie of the year. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to think that. Nobody's going to take me up on that bet. No. Guys, uh, if you want to get angry about something other than the election, go watch Sweet Parents trailer, and and I promise you, you'll be angry by the end of it. I was just confused, mostly. You may may also feel this. Uh, So let's talk about this next trailer here, Bridgerton. Bridgerton. This is a teaser trailer for a series. Yeah, this is a Shonda Rhimes show. You'll know her from such shows as Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, and others, I'm sure, that I can't think of. So it's it's Shonda Rhimes. So it's Shonda Rhimes doing Jane Austen Gossip Girl. That's what this is. That's exactly what this is. Now, I haven't seen any of those shows that she's made. I don't care for them. Uh, I didn't really care for this. I um, mean, it's like it looks like historical fiction because you have um, a prominent number of of uh, black people p- playing this aristocracy in, I'm guessing, Europe. Likely so. It looked like England. England. It, it was probably what it was. Uh, and there's just a lot of modern things in it that you know. It's just like th- th- you know what it almost reminds me of. What's that? Uh, Sense and Sensibility and Sea Monsters, but without the <laughs> Sea Monsters. Uh, yes, the works of Seth Graham Smith. <laughs> uh, so this is this is going to be a no from me. I watched. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna admit something here. I watched five seasons of Grey's Anatomy. I watched it for five years, and wow. then I was watching season six, and I just there was one there was a point at season six where I just was like, "What am I doing? <laughs> this is the worst." This is horrible. It's really addicting, though. So I'll tell you one thing about Shonda Rhimes. It's all very melodramatic. The woman knows how to do a cliffhanger. Like, she she's good at that. So if, if you want to... I mean, this is trash TV, but... Like, everyone knows that when they get into this. It's like... Sure, yeah. Uh, like, how, like, I watch a lot of stuff. Like, I watched Riverdale, and when I was watching Grey's Anatomy, I kind of knew also that it was the worst. But, like, something is always ha- happening. There's always stakes. It draws you in. The music was good. 
So, you know, it becomes addicting. So I watched five seasons of Grey's Anatomy, but I don't think shows should be more than five seasons most of the time, so I was able to stop then. I think Grey's Anatomy is still on. Oh, yeah, I think it is too. No, I I, I absolutely agree with you that I even think three seasons is probably enough for any TV show. I'm a five-season guy. That's, to me, a a five-story arc, like a five five act story you know that's what i like when when did the office get not good after when did michael leave well i don't in my opinion the office started to be less good after season two but that's because season two was one of the best things and i didn't like ed helms i just i'm sorry i don't like ed helms i don't think he's yeah funny. we're not we're not we don't th- find him funny we're not fans of him here yeah so putting ed helms in my face constantly sort of pushed me away uh i don't remember when michael left he was gone too long there was a couple episodes immediately following him leaving with will ferrell that i enjoyed but then after that it was bad like james spader wasn't funny he wasn't. Uh, I think Idris Elba was in there for a minute too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in a couple episodes, handful of episodes. They did like interviews with people. So they, I remember that the episode where they had all the cameos for people that were interviewing for it, like Jim Carrey and Ricky Gervais's David Brent from the English Office and all those people. Uh, so yeah, it was that was fun. But like, man. The James Spader episodes, and then that's when they like turned Jim Jim into a jerk. Should have should have just stopped. I mean, Jim yeah. was, I don't Jim was always a jerk, but like they made him mean to Pam in the last two seasons. Man, I don't really remember much after Michael left. Honestly, I'm gonna get in trouble if I talk about my office opinions. People love that show, and I'm I'm not real positive on it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's let's talk about this next trailer, The Ride. This is our cover song of the week. Uh, so the cover song for this week is in this one. I forgot what it was. So that's the kind of quality podcast you're listening to. Uh, I mean, the cover was honestly pretty forgettable, honestly. Yeah, so this is a movie with, with Ludacris. And Luda! <laughs> he, he's, he's playing a, a guy, and him and his wife adopt this kid that was in the foster system because he had, like, neo-nazi parents so he had like american it's like a black guy adopting american history x and turning him good so with you know ludicrous looked like he's a good actor though he's usually just in like fast and the furious and stuff yeah this uh, you know 2020 throws you some curveballs and i was watching this and and i was going i think i want to give ludicrous a chance here i mean this is a movie that's based on a true story Mm mm-hmm and it's very wholesome looking, and it and it. This is a good trailer. I mean, it it's a good trailer. The acting looks good. Ludacris looks good in this. I yeah. I can't believe I'm even saying that, but I here I am in 2020 saying that. Yep, he was good. The trailer was wholesome. Uh, it's a good kind of thing, you know. People, this is how people should want the world to be, where everyone, you know, has character development and becomes less terrible. This is what we want. Yeah. So Ludacris is making this guy less terrible. Yeah. I feel like this is a good movie to come out in 2020. Agreed. This is the opposite of all the the not-this-year movies. Yeah. So yeah. good job, Ludacris. I support good you. Good job, Ludacris. Yeah, man. We're, we're on your team, bud. 
Um, okay, then we have a, a trailer for The Crown Season 4. And guys, I gotta say, I think this is where I jump on board. Yeah, this is a, an extremely good trailer. I mean, yes. I love Olivia Coleman. I've watched almost everything she's in. I've seen... I've seen her, you know, since she was in like Edgar Wright movies and all those old English things, and she's in uh, Broadchurch, and she's in everything. I've I've seen the movies that she was in recently. The I can't think of the name, and I've been stalling here. The one that she won Best Actress for, the favorite, the favorite, she won Best Actress for. I've been trying to think of it this whole time uh, with Emma Stone. She's great. She's one of the best living actresses, Olivia Coleman. So I want to watch this. But I want to, maybe I should watch the whole thing, especially if it's going in this direction. Well, here, so I texted Aaron tonight after watching this trailer, and I, I basically texted her, I think I want to watch The Crown Season 4 with you. And she responded with all capital letters and and a lot of, like, like the word yes with a lot of S's on it, you know. And uh, she was very excited about this, uh, this prospect. So I'm definitely going to watch this with Aaron. Now, but the, the question is, can I just watch a recap on youtube of the previous three seasons and then have aaron fill me in on the behind the scenes because aaron knows more than anyone should about british royalty i mean aaron knows a lot i feel like you should because this is based on real history so you know jumping in at at, at any point should be feasible right if it's based on history my my worry is is that i will primarily watch this at night and it will put me to sleep because it's very like like the sound is real low and, and it's kind of slow, you know, and I just think I'll get relaxed and go to sleep. Well, that might be a balm that you need. Maybe you need some sleep. Maybe I need some crown balm. Yeah, some crown balm. <laughs> Olivia <laughs> Coleman's crown balm. <laughs> That's got to be the, the title of this <laughs> week's episode. Also, did you notice that at one point in this trailer, Princess Diana turned into Pris from Blade Runner? <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is part I, where she's flopping around on the ground, like yes. uh, when Pris died in Blade Runner, and she kind of looks like her. That I didn't. I didn't even think about that, but that is true. Uh, they did. They. I tell you what. They got her looking like Princess Diana. Oh man, did she ever look like her? It was shocking. Yeah, it was like whoa. Now, okay, now. Remind me of this. The girl from Tenet is also going to play her, but is it is she playing her in something else? Elizabeth Debicki? Yeah. Um, let's look. She is supposedly supposed to play Princess Diana in something. I thought it was this, but then I was like, that's not her. But the actress that got to play her in The Crown looks just like her. Elizabeth Debicki. She wasn't tall as tall as her. That's how, well, that's one of the first giveaways that it wasn't her riveting podcast content as we try to find out who plays princess diana it says emma corin admits pressure over princess diana role yeah that that, she wasn't something she must have dropped out of that and i just can't find the right article here thrill as they google who played princess diana (laughs) or let me let me throw this at you debicki was diana in this in the universe that I come from, the parallel universe I come from. Oh yeah, the Berenstein universe. Yes, the Berenstein universe. We're in the Berenstein universe now. Yeah. Okay, this is actually painful to listen to. 
Elizabeth Debicki is going to play Princess Diana going forward post-season 4. In season 4, Emma Corrin portrays her. It took me two seconds to find that online, honestly. That's gotta be it, right? That's gotta be. It has to be it. It has to be trans-dimensional warping. Much like the, uh, the Cloverfield Paradox, which also had Elizabeth Debicki in it. It sure did. Yeah. See? This is a conspiracy. I knew I had seen her in something else, and that's what it was. Yep. I think, that's did she was. get stuck in the wall? Oh, was that her? Yeah. Yeah. Someone got stuck. They stuck were and, and, uh, uh, The guy who looks like me, his hand came off. The Irish guy from the IT crowd. I that's right. Of, I can't think of anything. I'm too tired. Is, is, uh... Chris O'Dowd. Was, Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. Crying out loud, it's Chris O'Dowd. Oh, crying out loud. All right, let's talk about the next trailer here, which is My Summer as a Goth. Yeah, okay, so this is a movie about a girl who has to go stay with her, I think her grandparents, for a summer. And she runs into this goth kid and his friends and she sort of like is hanging out with them and like becomes a goth for the summer but uh i gotta tell you goths are different nowadays like when i was in high school they were kind of angry and like a little more punk inspired the these guys in this reminded me more of of what the emo kids were like they just are are in it for the fashion and are kind of weird but i don't know Almost weird for the sake of being weird and different. Yeah. I'll tell you, though, what I really would like is someone to recut this trailer with with Portlandia, the goths from Portlandia. Cooks everything really evenly. What do you like to cook? Blood. Do you have a pan that would be good for blood? (laughs) Just replace (laughs) all the scenes? Well, you know, I agree with you uh, on this form of goth. Uh, It made me wonder if this is maybe a period piece. Um... I don't think so because if it was a period piece, they'd be period piece. They'd be more angry like the goths that we remember. Jess said that that we're probably just too old and that the generation that's young now would have a different kind of goth that wasn't based on on punk stuff from the early '90s and grunge. Is it making a comeback or something? I think it always exists in some form or another, but the uh, the basis of the ideology changes. The roots, the fashion persists, but the roots uh, scatter. You know, because things like Portlandia exist and what we do in the shadows exists, it makes things like this look totally uninteresting. Yeah, I mean, I I just immediately thought of the Portlandia goths, so. <laughs> which are hilarious <laughs> yeah they're hilarious i don't know what the I, this is just kind of like uh like a teen summer movie i think but yeah uh, i will say um she writes sos like she breathes on the window and writes sos on the window but she doesn't write it backwards and so it tells me that this girl in this movie doesn't think things through very well uh that's that was my that was one takeaway i had i don't know i have nothing this was a weird trailer i didn't i didn't care no leave leave this one leave it be leave it be yeah uh instead of i tell you what instead of watching this trailer go on youtube and type in cyber goth dancing like under type in like uh, overpass cyber goth dancing and you will not regret it (laughs) it's something else buddy i'm gonna have to check that out oh it's you'll you'll have a laugh 
Go have a laugh at that. Are you having a laugh? Is he having a laugh? Are you having a laugh? Go have a laugh. Uh, Alright, so then we... Okay, this is probably... Oh, this is 100% my most wanted thing this week. They have made a Lego Star Wars holiday special, guys. Yep, I actually laughed at this trailer when we were watching it. Uh, I like the Lego movies. I like all the side Lego movies. I just enjoy it. The humor is very uh, meta with these things. Yes. Like, and, yes. and nothing is protected, so they're making yes. fun of Life Day and the Star Wars sequels and like Lando with his capes. and uh, it, was, it was good. It's good. They, If you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to love this. Uh, it seemed like they just got really fun with creativity on this. Like they were just like, let's just be really creative. And it's just tightly done. Like everything is very tight. What I thought of when I was watching this was it felt like if a little, real little kid had a bunch of Star Wars Legos and only a, a thin grasp of, of what Star Wars was <laughs> and was playing with them. <laughs> you know, like people uh, are mixing who've never met, you know, it's, uh, it's funny. It looks so good. I cannot wait for this. Speaking of Legos, I almost put this as an alternate trailer, but there was no sound, so I just thought I'd bring it up when we talked about this. They're making a new Lego Ecto-1 for the the upcoming Ghosters... Yeah. Ghosters! Ghostbusters movie with Paul Rudd and that kid from Stranger Things. Uh, So it's this big Lego... Ecto-1, and it looks really awesome. I got just a little Lego Ecto-1, but I don't know, man. This big one, might have to get that one. Is it Will uh, from Stranger Things? No, it's the main one. I don't remember anyone's name today. I, I'm, I got <laughs> Finn Wolfhard's the actor. I can't... That's right, the main Finn one. Wolfhard. Yeah. Mike! That's right, that's right, yes. Yeah, okay. Boy, our memories are really bad this week. <laughs> This is not this is not the week for me remembering stuff. Uh, this is hey, who can remember anything this week? This week this week's been exhausting. Good grief! It's the Each week day goes of on this forever. week has been three hundred sixty-five days. Oh my gosh, I know it. Uh, but this and, and and again, this is the dumb dudes podcast anyway. So you're getting your share. You're getting the lion's worth of dumb tonight. You really me. are. Uh, all right, so then we have a trailer for What Lies Below. Uh, this movie kind of reminds me of that old movie Species. I thought that same thing when I was watching it too. Uh, I remember Species because the video land in my town had the movie poster of Species on the wall. It also had Striptease with Demi Moore and G.I. Jane with Demi Moore. So I think the guy who owned it liked Demi Moore. Did the trailer, um, of G.I. Jane feature Demi Moore doing push-ups? Uh-huh, in the rain, I think. In the rain. I was just about to say, was it in the rain? Yeah, I remember that trailer. I just uh, was talking about, like, shaving. She's talking about shaving your head. And she said something about just shaving her hair off because her hair gets everywhere. And I said, okay, G.I. Jane. And she said, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> old enough. Yeah. You you Let's... leave him alone. You be, you be nice to that man. I'm sorry, I didn't have a more current, a short-haired person <laughs> reference. What, what should you have said, Ripley? Yeah. Oh, what are you, Ripley over here? I'd say even older reference over here. That's even older. Yeah, it's more. It's probably more relatable though. Um. Okay. This movie is about a dude who turns into what do you you called him a lamprey man. I'm assuming he's a lamprey man because he had a lamprey in a fish tank and he was looking at it. 
and he was like, I'm studying things. And then the lamprey was, was focused on by the camera with its horrible little mouth. Yeah, and he has these weird eyes that blink sideways like the guy in Men in Black that uh-huh. they're chasing in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so I assume he's some sort of vampire. Yeah. Probably so. I don't... Uh, this doesn't... It, it's kind of a... Had the, the beginning of this was pretty shady. I was like, this is, this looks terrible. Uh, but then, then, it, then it got into the more of the uh, science fiction stuff, but I still wasn't interested. Sorry. No, it looked like a movie that they've made every five minutes. Yeah. So that's going to be a pass for us. So then that brings us to the next trailer, Vanguard. Yeah, so this is a Jackie Chan movie. Jackie Chan moved out of the U.S. because he was sick of getting cast as like the same cop character in every American movie. So he's been doing movies in like China or Hong Kong or something for the past couple of years, and this is one of those. Uh, it, it really looks like a video game. It does, and... He speaks English in part of this, but I don't know that this movie is in English. I wasn't sure because I know when they do dubs that he dubs his own voice. It might have been dubbed because he's the only one that speaks in the trailer. Yeah. But it didn't look like it was synced up, so it's probably in Chinese and he dubbed it himself. Yeah. Yeah, they may have even filmed that scene twice where he does it in uh, Mandarin uh, and then does it again in English. Uh, Who knows? Not us. We don't. Um, this had <laughs> the people who cut this trailer. They basically asked themselves the question: How many bass drops can we put in this trailer? It was pretty much all of them. I thought there was a cow outside. <laughs> it's uh, there's so many bass drops in this. This uh, this is like a Hong Kong version of a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, or maybe much. more like that Hobbs and Shaw. More like Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. This is this is Hong Kong and Shaw. Ha, Hong, Hong Kong and Shaw. Uh, that's what this is. Uh, this 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 is uh, recast Hobbs and Shaw in Hong Kong. Yeah, this is like lethal rush hour. <laughs> Actually, you know they they do feature several locations and then they name them like they go to Dubai, they go to India. They go to China. They go to Antarctica. I don't know. Whatever. They get around, these guys. They get around, these Hong Kongians. Uh, so this is... Uh, this I'll never see this. This probably won't even come out in America. This will never come out. No. Uh, I'm surprised it wasn't made by Saban. I bet it was. Somehow. Secretly. Somehow. He bankrolled it. Uh, then we have a trailer for Elise. Elise. Yeah. So this trailer has Anthony Hopkins in it, which is the only reason I clicked on it. But then I got the distinct feeling after watching it that he would be in maybe seven minute stops of the oh, entire yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a quick paycheck, a uh, quick payday for old uh, Hopkins. This movie is, it starts out, the trailer starts out and you think, oh, this is like Black Mirror. This is like, this is like an extended episode of Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. And then... From, they left me with the feeling that this is no, no. This is just a movie about a woman's descent into madness. Uh, it's about mental health, and uh, that's a y- your boys throwing up dubs on this one because I any listen. Let me tell you something. You got to show her a movie where you don't know what's real or what's in this person's head or whatever. I hate, I hate 
movies and shows like that. I hate it. Some of you like it. Some of you are like, well, have you ever seen uh, Legion? Yeah, I watched the first couple episodes of Legion. Hated it. Okay, I I don't like. I want to know. I like it more. You know, like in um, uh, Christopher Nolan's movie Inception. You know when you know when they're dreaming. You know when they're awake. Okay, it's very clear. It's great. But if I if, if it was like you couldn't tell, it would be awful. It'd be awful. Now, some of you may know that I am of the opposite mind in some of in some of these things than Ben on this one. Like I, I think Legion's one of the best TV shows ever made, and I don't like Inception. But I still also thought that this Elise movie was terrible looking. <laughs> like a, <laughs> we can this, agree on that. <laughs> this is the worst version of of that that can be. It just wasn't interesting. It's I don't know. Could I just get like a like a cut of of Anthony Hopkins' couple quotes so I can listen to him say them in his cool voice and then move on with my life. Yeah, this... I don't... Like, I don't even know what this is about. No, I stopped paying attention when I decided Anthony Hopkins was done. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can have Anthony Hopkins say one cool thing and have it make the whole movie for me. Like, uh, the movie... uh, The Wolfman movie, the Joe Johnston Wolfman movie, maybe not the best movie ever made, but there's this one part where Anthony Hopkins says, Look into my eyes, Lawrence. I'm quite dead. And it's the coolest thing, and it makes me like the entire movie. That's impressive that he could do that. Terrible things, Lawrence. You've done terrible things. Terrible things, Lawrence. You've done terrible things. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good stuff right there. Uh, this, uh, I'll tell you what, if you want to see a movie where a woman ruins dinner parties, uh, multiple times by just like laying on the floor and being weird, <laughs> this is the movie for you. <laughs> There's nothing to say. I agree. <laughs> okay. The, uh, Adele DeZinth trailer that we got here is Halloween kills. And this is yes, a Halloween movie. Yes, folks. They still exist. Yeah, so I actually saw the 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 last Halloween movie uh in in March of 2019. I was at my friend's house in Austin, Texas, and we watched it as a group and uh I didn't like it. It's it was setting itself up where it was going to be like Jamie Lee Curtis had like a home alone trap house where she was going to fight him in that, which I thought was cool. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is going to be like Halloween Home Alone." He didn't fall for any of the traps, except for one where he got locked in the basement. It was so boring. And it's like, yeah, it was the formula of a couple people get murdered at the beginning. And, and I I don't enjoy that. Like, I have, I guess I have too much empathy for side characters. It's like, I don't want to watch these random teenage people be killed. Why, why is that fun? I don't understand why that's fun for people. I don't get it. I don't get slasher movies. I don't get the for- the formula. After you've seen it like two or three times, you're like, okay, why are we still doing this? Uh, is there a movie where Jason goes to space? Yeah, he's on like a space prison ship. I think that's Jason X. Okay, that's that sounds right. I I I, I couldn't remember if that was from Parallel Universe or from this one, but it seems no, like it was from this. It's one. real. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, not gonna. I'm gonna skip this. Uh, maybe if you like horror movies, you'll watch it. Um, I just horror movies. I guess what I don't like is that uh, the people who don't know, like, who didn't sign up for it being murdered, uh, that's not fun for me. I don't enjoy that. But, like, I love the movie The Thing. Like, John Carpenter's The Thing. Those guys are all, 
scientists at this thing, they they all are aware of the danger that's happening when the thing comes out. None of them are like hapless people going about their lives that just get murdered for the fun of the audience. It's like they know the stakes. That's everyone. There's, there comes a point where everyone knows the stakes and they're all in on it. So I feel like it's fair game. Like Predator, Alien. These are the kind of things I like where everyone has. Everyone knows the stakes, and everyone sort of has a shot at it. And you sort of decide your own fate that way. But, like, Michael Myers killing some, like, teenage babysitter girl who is just trying to, you know, go about her day is not fun for me. There's nothing fun about it. Yeah, so that's my rant about horror movies. That's why I don't like slasher movies, if you were wondering why I don't like them. No, thanks. Bye-bye. Uh, all right, so that's it for the new new trailers, and that brings us to the trailer mailers. You've got mail. Yeah, and they were already on the outline and everything. I didn't have to uh, add yeah, them yeah. edit that part out or anything like that. <laughs> right, right. That, there's no magic of uh, podcasting here, folks. Uh, so the the, uh, the question from last week was, you're a mummy. Let's just start there. You're a mummy whose tomb has been disturbed after 3,000 years of slumber. And uh, what curse do you unleash upon these mortal fools? So Sheila says, All your favorite foods will be unsatisfactory forever. Forever. That's a, that's a harsh curse. Boy, forever is a long time. That's a, that is a harsh, harsh curse there. But, you know, Sheila's a busy mummy with many important things to do. You, you interrupted her mummy yoga, and that's unacceptable. You don't interrupt mummy yoga. No, Mummy's mummy yoga. yoga is a sacred time between a mummy and their yoga mat. You don't mess with mummy yoga. Uh, so Robo said the first song that comes on when you turn music on in your car is all i want for christmas is you every time no matter what you choose to play any time of the year this hit me especially hard because i worked at a hotel at the front desk for like five months in uh, the fall of 2010 Uh, so i my last day was actually christmas of 2010 and um, between november 1st of 2010 and December 25th of 2010 our hotel lobby played All I Want for Christmas is You roughly 379 trillion times. I hate that song and it's the worst thing ever but it isn't the worst Christmas song. There's a song called The Christmas Shoes that is the most depressing wrist cuttery Christmas song Ever and I heard that several trillion times as well, and it's bur- every single second of it is just in my brain, and I can't get it out because of that sitting in that hotel for hours on end. I had a similar situation when I was in a sort of in between jobs when we lived when we lived in Nashville. We lived in Nashville for like a hot minute, like six months, and I got a job at this like uh, educational toy store, like in an outdoor mall, and uh, they played Radio Disney. And uh, boy, when you're there for eight hours and only thing on is Radio Disney, buddy, you will lose your sanity. That sounds rough. Not not good. Uh, Bridget said, 
Every time someone tries to take a selfie, it will look bad, no matter what angle or lighting they get. <laughs> I love this. I think I already opened this tomb. <laughs> um, the only time I wouldn't want this to work is like Dragon Con, because I take a lot of selfies at Dragon Con. But, I, I, you know, this would be really funny for all those Instagram mo- quote-unquote <laughs> models, you know? That'd be funny. Uh-huh. This would be the opposite of uh, Neil Patrick Harris on How I Met Your Mother, where every time they try and take a bad photo of him, he's adjusting his tie. And it like looks really good, and everyone else looks bad. So I like that. It's a good curse. It's it's not as intense as the other curses for... <laughs> Boy, <laughs> good, quite, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Jay said, uh, anytime someone intentionally hurts another person physically or mentally, they feel the same pain. That's a good one. That's a good one. That would be the empathy maker. Yeah. Kevin, who sent us this week's question, forgot to answer via email, so he sent his curse as a voice clip. Hello, trailer blazers. It is your good friend Vincent Price given unlife once more by Nicholas. Necromancy takes a while, you understand, and he said to, and I quote, make it scary or something I don't know, but also that he has a show to run, so chop chop. The scariest proposition I can conceive is one that keeps me up at night on a regular basis, quite literally. So I would proffer that a particularly vile mummy's curse would be every night right before drifting off to sleep. You must endure a vivid replaying of all of those mortifyingly embarrassing but ultimately trivial social situations that no other person remembers, but ones that are burned into your very soul. Like, would you already asked someone to repeat themselves twice, couldn't understand them, and were too embarrassed to ask again, so you try to roll with it and smile, but it turns out they were asking a question. That one time you took trying to dab on them quite seriously, or you thought doing a Vincent Price voice on a podcast would be a fun time. <laughs> Be sure to write in to us uh, for this week's The Question Time or whatever else you want to write to us about. Uh, And Nick, how can they do that? Well, you can uh, take out a quill and some parchment and write us a letter and then hand it to a bird and that bird will deliver it to me. Or if you want to do it a little easier, you can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at TrailerBlazersPodcast, which is what I recommend. It is the best place to interact with me. Uh, and I, I post some fun stuff on there. It's fun, right? The kids love Instagram. Love if you it. want updates, you can follow us on Twitter at Trailer underscore Blazers. That will tell you when new episodes come out and provide a link to the Podbean site if that is your jam. And if you have some extra jam, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which is still the best way for us to gain traction. If you do that, my friend Quick Mickey is going to let you know what happens. Yeah, I'm going to let you know what happens over there. If you go in there and you live as a five-door running, and uh, say what's going to happen. Quick Mickey's going to sit down with you and figure out your hopes and dreams. And then we're going to take those hopes and dreams, and we're going to put them down into a screenplay, and we're going to take them over to Saban. Okay, so Bond's going to figure out if he wants to make a movie of the week with your hopes and dreams. And now, now, if you, now the good part about this is, is if he rejects it, 
Not a big deal, because it's just it's a Bond movie, and who cares? But if it takes it on, well, that's a payday for you, and a little bit of a payday for Quick Mickey, because I'm your agent, right? I mean, I'm sitting down with you. I'm putting in my time. It's probably good to get a little kickback for old Quick Mickey. So that'll happen if you leave a vodka running, and, um, and uh, hopefully we're going to have a, a movie film, and that's the tip. Would that be called a quick back? If you get a kickback? I don't know. Go ahead and copyright that, Nick. Just go ahead and copyright that. Patent pending, patent pending, patent pending. Uh, <laughs> thank I you, declare bankruptcy! <laughs> For the trailer Blazers, I have spent my summer as a goth. I'm Nick Kelly. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon and Luda! Happy Trailsers. <laughs> folks to the vid yo games yo games one quarter portion of the show and uh we have pretty slim vidgy game news sort of like uh we had slim news of on the movie front uh slim news on the vidgy game front uh really only two things uh first is ea said that they are about to make an announcement so they made an announcement about their announcement (laughs) <laughs> yeah come on come on guys <laughs> come on guys uh they made an announcement though that they have uh it's about a remaster so obviously that leads me and nick to believe that it is mass effect trilogy remaster one would think that they're upping this for the next gen they didn't even notice that it's n7 day uh, it could be a need for speed though i guess but like why would they announce that they would just they would do that without announcing it I think so. So it's got to be that. Uh, it's got to be for next gen. Will it come out on PC? That's the question. Yeah, I, I hope don't know. it does. I assume that the point is to remaster it for console sales. But who knows? That would make sense. That that would make sense. Uh, the other piece of news we have is there's no PS5 is going to be in the store on launch day. Yeah. So if you're planning on on like camping out to get one, you can't do that. Uh, the the pre-orders are gone. They've been gone since the first day. Uh, there's that one ad I saw that said, pre-order yours today, and I I was annoyed by that ad. They've since deleted that part of the ad where now it's just a regular ad for PlayStation. It doesn't have that false pre-order thing on it anymore. Uh, so that's... They just understand there's no stock. I mean, I understand it's like the highest selling console ever, but like, you know, I can't have one, so... That's okay. Their their message to you is get hype. Far right, you know, when we manufacture a few more down the road. But go ahead and get hype. Get hyped. But but, uh, but just hold on to that hype because we're gonna. Well, I promise you, we're gonna manufacture some. Well, I am gonna buy one. They're the only console that makes games anymore. Like Xbox doesn't even make games. So, <laughs> you know, what are, what are you supposed to do? Hey, uh, you got your Halos. You got you got your uh, what else? I got. They got nothing. You got nothing. PlayStation, I, I 
I've played like all all PlayStation games this year. I just beat Ghost of Tsushima. It's so good. I beat it. Uh, and 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 uh, the next Skyrim and uh, Starfield are not going to be out for years. So you, you, if you're wanting those exclu- if those do become exclusives, that's not something you have to worry about for several years. Yeah, that's going to be a while. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, not great news. Yeah, I think the Xbox Series X came out today. Oh, did it? Yeah, I think I saw that had come out, but like I have no reason to get one. Also, I don't want it because it's like four feet tall. And it won't fit in my cabinet. Well, I, I think the uh, initial reactions or reviews are actually pretty good on it. Oh, right? I'm sure it's it's a good system. Like, I'm sure it looks great. And I like the Microsoft UI a lot better than the Sony one. I like the Microsoft controller better. There are things I like about it better. It's just they don't make enough exclusives or something. Do you remember when uh, the Xbox 360 had the Blades system, the UI, the Blades UI? Sure do. Uh, it was so fast. It was great. And then they changed it, and it was not as fast, and I didn't like it as much. Yeah, I don't think anyone did. Uh, they, I don't know. The, the Xbox One X that I have, the UI is fine. It's like you, it has like rows, and you, you just use the trigger, and it goes through the rows. And I only use it to watch Netflix and stuff, so it's easy enough to get around. Yeah. Um, so we have four trailers that came out, so not a whole lot of trailers. Uh, the first one here is Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020, the South America Caribbean trailer. When I was watching this, I desperately wanted to, uh, fly around the Caribbean listening to Jimmy Buffett music in the dead of winter. In January in Wisconsin, we all go mildly insane because it's, well, let me just say it was negative 60 last year. And uh, so you can't go outside because your eyes freeze and it's dangerous. So you have to stay inside. And also your cards don't work because it's negative 60. So I get heavy into Jimmy Buffett in January of each year because it's like it's like defiance, you know? Like I'm like, nope, I'm not here. I'm on an island paradise. How does anything survive that? It doesn't. Everything dies. There's no animals? They go in barns. I mean, the wild animals, they've got it all figured out. There's there's some sort of, like, you know, super coyotes and stuff like that. I just, I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. We've talked about that before. But this uh, this trailer here for this Microsoft Flight Simulator is beautiful. It makes me, I oh, think yeah. I might play that tonight, maybe even. You should, yeah, do it. Fly around. Have you, you can you do it in VR? Not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. That's right. They're adding that, though, right? Yeah, they got the. Uh, you can sign up to do the beta, but you, there's a lot of like requirements that you have to do to to be able to meet the criteria. And I don't even think I do. Oh well, you'll do it when it comes out regularly. Though. Oh yeah, when it when they when that feature comes, I will 100% get that day day of. Yeah. Yep. Um, we have a next gen reveal trailer for Warframe. Yeah, I don't really know what Warframe is, but it looked cool in this. I mean, it's not the kind of game I would play, but I, I enjoyed the aesthetics of it. Yeah, so Warframe is a free-to-play game that got really popular on PS4 and has really lived uh, on. Uh, and you know they've just kept adding content and that sort of thing. And so in this trailer... They do a lot of comparisons to the PS4 versions. They do a PS4, and they'll do like the little screen, little wipe thing where it shows you what it 
looks like on the PS5. And it, it does a really good job of selling the upgrade. Uh, so it really I think, did. Yeah. I think all next-gen games, at least towards the launch, need to do this because it really just it gives you a reason to want that new platform and to play this game on that new platform. It really sells it. Yeah, it. everything in the PlayStation 5 looks very smooth from all the graphics things we've seen. Like that... Uh, what was it? Uh, that game that was kind of like Bloodborne or like uh, Dark Souls. I forget what it's called. But like Demons it, Souls. Yeah, it, it looked very smooth. Yeah, good frame rates. Good frame rates. If you want those good frame rates, for the good frame rates, come to PlayStation Five and get your Warframe and plug in those frame rates. It's very good. How good are your frame rates? My frame rates. Unbelievable. It's <laughs> phenomenal. You've never seen a good frame rate as I got over here. Good good frame rate. I don't know what that voice was. It was like a combination of uh, Kristen Wiig and Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> and, a, and a little bit of a touch of Christopher Walken. Very nice. Uh, but then we have a trailer for Grey Skies, A War of the Worlds Story. Yeah, so this is a low-budget game, Yeah, uh, but it does look pretty dope, even for being a low-budget game. Yeah, the best way we can describe this game is it looks like it was, it looks like a Xbox 360 game, but one that's running at 60 frames a second. Yeah, and it's like a stealth alien game with War of the Worlds, like the tripods walking around and stuff, and so it looked like there was like Area 51 infiltration type stuff, and alien tripod evasion, and there was a, like a... Some other guy was attacking the main character at some point, so, you know, everyone's probably running amok and going crazy. Look cool. Like, I kind of wish this was, like, a AAA title that was a real good stealth game because, man, yeah, this was cool. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine if, if a studio like uh, Naughty Dog made this. Right. Uh, maybe they should have made this instead of making that game you didn't like. Last yeah, of Us The Last 2. of Us 2. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Last of Us 2 didn't need to exist, man. Did not yeah. need to exist. They should have made this game. I think the War of the Worlds, that world, lends itself really well to video games. I can't believe this is the first time we've really seen it. Yeah, that's what I was sort of thinking, too. It seems like... Is it... It might be uh, public domain at this point, too, because, you know, it's that story's pretty old. I don't know when things become public domain, so people could yeah. maybe just do whatever they want with it, or at least... It's got to be soon, I think, public domain, but I don't know. Is it like but 90 yeah. years? Is it 90 years or 60 years or 120 years or something? I can't remember. It might be 90 years because I know like Felix the Cat just became public domain a couple years ago, and that was from like 1930-ish, and I don't know. Nosferatu is public domain, and uh, so go check that out if you want to see something like that. Um, last trailer we have here is Pray for the Gods. This is a gameplay trailer. Um, this is basically a perfect... The perfect way to describe this is this is a mashup of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Shadow of the Colossus. I agree 100% and I want this. Uh, it looks good. Looks good. Shadow, Shadow of the Colossus is one of my favorite games. That's a great game. Yeah. Uh, Breath of the Wild, I like too. I mean, I, I didn't, 
I didn't really get into Breath of the Wild just because I, f I need more direction when I'm playing a game than it offered me. But I'm hoping that this being more like uh, Shadow of the Colossus would have that. So, but yeah, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to get this game. I want it. PS5. Yeah. As soon as you get your hands on it. As soon as I get my hands on it. Which will probably be in like March. Yeah. At this rate. So as soon as we get off here, I'm going to watch The Mandalorian, and then I'm going to get on VR. So I actually downloaded a bunch of free stuff for the Rift, so you can plug your you can plug your Oculus 2 into your computer uh, and run the Rift software on your computer, and then like basically it streams it to your headset. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that, I'm going to check out. I downloaded a bunch of free stuff, but I haven't actually, I haven't actually played it yet. So that's what I'm going to do tonight, and uh, I'll let you know how it is next week folks yeah you figure out all this stuff so that when i buy one i can uh just ask you and then you'll already know oh i'll already be able to tell you well i'll go ahead and tell you buy all three episodes of vader immortal <laughs> just yeah go i'm ahead gonna and do that it's, it's incredible uh so definitely do that but yeah i'll let you know about all the other stuff too and i'll have let you watch have you watched any movies or tv shows or anything in there yet I haven't. Uh, the battery life has been an issue. I usually play the games until the battery runs out, and then I'm like, well, I can't watch a movie now. I'm going to so. need you to charge up your battery, and I'm going to need you to at least watch like a little bit of something. Okay, I'll watch The Mandalorian tell me about it, then. Because I need to know. Like That's 100% why I want to get one, and I need a review yeah. from you, Ben Moon, who I know in my real life. Ah, well, now that I think about it, I got to figure out if I can watch Disney Plus because when you try to, when you do the desktop thing where you see your your desktop on the headset and you pull uh -huh. up like Netflix or or Amazon Prime or whatever, it's black. You can't watch it. It won't let you watch it. DRM. Yeah, it's DRM. Yeah. So, and I think Disney Plus is probably the same way. So I, maybe I have to find some kind of workaround to watch Disney Plus. Do they have apps for the Oculus where you can like get apps for things? Yeah, I mean, you can watch Netflix on that. Yeah, I can absolutely watch Netflix. I just, I haven't seen a Disney Plus one, so I don't know if it's there. Maybe it'll get support eventually then. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'll let you know if I actually watch a show or something in there. I'm going to need you to go ahead and watch a show in there. going to need you to do it. All right. All right, folks. Uh, well, um... All right, folks. Well, I'm Ben Moon, and I'm a low-budget man in 60 frames per second. Happy trailsers. And I'm Nick Kelly, and I am uh, a January parrot head. Happy trailsers. Fourth of July, and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from our Megadon.